You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Doctor, not a podcast, Cinema Geekly Star Trek podcast. It's the Chief Petty Officer, Anthony Lewis, along with the Fleet Admiral, Ben Knight. Hello, Ben. How are you? Hello. Now, um, mm. we've had some problems. We have. Um, oh. It's all to know well. Um, we're having a thing where, unfortunately, Earth is now talking about leaving the United Federation of Planets. Okay. Um, you know, I'd appreciate this is classified. So oh, oh. Keep it on the QT. Lips are sealed. Um, uh, we, we can't think of a good name for it. It might be Exit. <laughs> it's not really working, is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Exit it, Stage Earth. I, I mean... Maybe, I mean, it's a little long in the tooth. Uh, I mean, either way, it's going to be um, a complete disaster for everyone on Earth. Earth, the rest of the Federation yeah. largely won't care, okay. and yet the people on Earth will somehow feel that then the Federation's being mean to them when they treat them as a <laughs> an outside planet rather than... Um, yeah, uh, no, can you tell I'm just fucked off with Brexit? Um, <laughs> Still, no Ben, after all these centuries... <laughs> no, well, Brexit's broken my soundboard. I can't back that up, but it might have done. Um, honestly... Well, you know what will be sure to brighten your mood is talking about Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Season 1, Episode 7, The Serene Squall, in which a lot of things happened, but also not a lot of things happened. Correct. Um, (laughs) So let's begin by telling you all of the things that happened. Uh, The Enterprise, joined by Starfleet Counselor Aspen, travels to a far-flung colony under attack from space pirates. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to say it without doing a little bit of a piratey voice, Ben. Arr, mimetes. Darr. In the rogue ship, the Serene Squad. (laughs) Should we do the whole podcast like that? Uh, Uh, That's It's the one. I mean, you are the fleet admiral. So, yeah, I was going to say I'd have to take the direct order on that one. Uh, Pike at a landing party. I'm so tempted, though, Ben. Uh, The synthahol rum is uh, flowing through my veins. Uh, Pike and a landing party beam over to the ship only for its crew to board Enterprise. Take the Starfleet officers hostage and send the Serene Squall away. Number one and Ortegas stall the pirates while Spock and Aspen escape the bridge. But Aspen reveals themselves as the Serene Squall's captain. Oh, man. Uh, And uh, they force T'Pring to warp over for their ultimatum. Uh, T'Pring must release... Angel's husband, a prisoner she is attempting to rehabilitate, and if she doesn't, she's going to kill Spock. T'Pring chooses the latter, but Spock pretends to break their engagement and kisses Nurse Chapel, whom has kind of been flirting with Spock ever since episode one. 
Angel tries to fire onto Pring's ship, but Pike warps in aboard the Serene Squall, having used his culinary skills, as one would do, and the threat of dealing with the Klingons, who we did not see, to encourage a mutiny. And uh, number one locks the Enterprise controls, Angel flees, and the pirates surrender. Spock reassures Tapring of his love for her and tells Chapel that their friendship is strictly platonic, disclosing that he thinks Angel's husband is really his half-brother, Cybok. Honestly, honestly, not expecting to hear that name in this show. That was quite weird, wasn't it? I was like, whoa, wait, what? You're going to bring it. Wow. This is truly when Marvel was like, you know what? A lot of people, they don't like that Thor, the Dark World movie, but we're going to make it a key plot point in Avengers Endgame. And you're like, you know what? We know you don't like Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, but we're going to put elements of it into the show that you do love. We're going to make you love Star Trek V. And I don't know if they're going to do that, but uh, maybe they can make Cybok. Uh, a much better character than he was in that film, but we shall oh, see. Um, can't, make, can't make him worse. The Fleet Admiral Ben Knight, what did you think of the Serene Squall? Relity, relity, relity. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, your your summary at the start kind of says it all, which is that an yeah. awful lot went on, and most of it was more than faintly ridiculous, um, <laughs> yes. but weirdly enjoyable and largely inconsequential. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there was nothing to this episode. No, that, I mean, lack of substance was breathtaking. Yeah, there, there were some it wasn't bad moments. Yeah. No, I I agree, it wasn't bad. I, I uh, it was good in the sense that the, I guess what shone in it was the, it was a you know an ensemble piece for. I mean, it's Spock's episode for sure, but like yeah. It, you know, everybody had a part to play for the most part. Stint, yeah. Pike, I mean, Pike and the Pirates is one of uh, a one of the worst bands ever, <laughs> but also <laughs> like just utterly surreal and largely meant nothing at all in relation to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wonder if it was entirely there just for him to um, to, to to do his uh, pirate impression, which he does um, do. Arm Hearties, if we have a catch angel, we should make them walk the plank. Arr. Arr, arm the photon torpedoes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, it, yeah, it was odd. Uh, I thought that, what else did I think about it? I yeah. thought that the Nurse Chapel um, Spock thing and and prank was, was well played, but mm. then I couldn't quite decide if, I mean, it, a lot of it was played for laughs, but yeah, in a weird way, but then you know, Trek does do that sometimes. Um, I thought Angel's character was fabulous until uh, they became like uh, a sort of panto villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, it all got a little bit kind of you know. I'm expecting a cigarette in a, in a long holder. Yeah, and... I'm like, okay, they're like really like charming, uh, mm. almost too charming for Star Trek. Like they felt a little too like somebody who exists in 2022 and not somebody in the, you know, 23rd century or whatever. And, uh, then it hit me like, Oh, they're going to be a villain. Aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) um, I mean, I I will say this. So, uh, Jesse James Cartel, who, uh, who plays, um, Aspen. Yeah. Uh, 
a fantastic actor mm-hmm. um, in uh, the, the 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 yet again new reboot of Queer as Folk. Mm. Um, uh, superb performance. So I can only assume that this part was written exactly as performed. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, it was a choice. It was a slightly <laughs> odd choice. But, Twas indeed. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I it's I don't think I've ever sort of clocked off at the end of an episode quite so quickly um, mm-hmm. in possibly any of the the the, the new tracks. Um, I did think the the cyborg thing. Like I guess there is some part of the fan base who were desperately hoping to find out more about um, what about Cyborg? Yes, yeah, a character we'd all delightfully forgotten about. Yep. Um, but uh, I guess they they they're probably thrilled. Um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, you'll have gathered, listener. I do enjoy on this show um, having a kind of you know fan sort of scream moment when they mention something really weird and obscure. Yeah. Um, well, usually that scream is more of like a, oh my God, I can't believe it. this was really more of a scream of terror. Uh, yeah. Recalling I mean, it, PTSD flashbacks to Star Trek five. Um, it was, you know, as they're uh, creeping up on Cybok, I could just hear echoey in the background. What does God need with a starship? Uh, oh, don't your don't pain. Don't it runs so deep. Really. Share it with me. Oh, uh, <laughs> everything about that was so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we we got to see uh, mm-hmm. Ston, so that's um, yeah. I think so. That's uh, that's in uh, oh god, in a mock time. Yep. Uh, that's when we find out that uh, Spock is spurned for to, uh, yes for, for Ston by Depring, mm-hmm. uh, which is. Uh, a thing that happens, and again, it's one of those. I think maybe that's the other thing. That's one of those things you go, "Oh, that's them." Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, look, if if they didn't just do a Spock and Pring episode, mm. I would have been on board for what felt like a more interesting episode at the beginning of this, which is sort of um, to Pring having like an interest in you know, trying to be a better partner for him, knowing that he's half human, wanting to try to engage more in his, in his human side. And Spock's like, yeah, I know that I'm half human, but I'm really not into that human stuff so much. Mm. Um, and the, the interactions between him and, and chapel, like all of that mm. stuff was more interesting. Like the space pirate stuff, like I'm like, Oh, okay. So like, this will be kind of some fun action, but it ended up being the whole story. And yeah. it was just sort of action for action's yeah. sake, which, which is, and I can't remember when it was, we said it, but we have said on the show before that that's actually when track tends to be at its weakest Yeah, is when it is literally just doing action sequences for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some continuity problems in it that, that slightly jarred with me. There was some, um, sort of bad uh, multi-plot management. So you went. I mean, how long was Nurse Chapel stood at that um, uh, control panel when she was hiding <laughs> for? Because it felt like half the episode. Yeah, right. And then we come back to her and she's like, "Oh, me again." Right. And now I press this button. I mean, it's just a bit just a clumsy management here and there. I mean, I it was actually the first time I've not massively enjoyed Anton Mount's performance. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, he. He does funny, he does dry, he does all those things really well. And he does Action Hero pretty well too. But actually what he 
doesn't do well is kind of basic comedy, which is yeah what he was called upon to do here. Mm. I mean, let's be honest, Space Pirates, they made no fucking sense. Yeah. Um, so the thing that um, excited me about this episode was right towards the start when they're describing effectively this web of lasers. Um, you thought it was Tholians, right? Yeah, I mean, every other... Track nerd out there, thought, yeah, all Tholians. Because mm-hmm. uh, we've not, I mean, we've only seen Tholians in TV canon uh, twice. So you've got Tholian Web, the, the original series, yeah, and then in a mirror darkly, the um, Enterprise, Enterprise. yep, yeah. Um, I mean, they're a big feature of online, um, yes, but but you know, that's that's, that's basically and it. they are. Uh, I'm sitting here trying to think about because Tholians are like a crystalline. Uh, yeah, they're species. kind of like crystalline spiders. I think they're sort of yes. know, uh, effectively silicon-based or something of yeah. that Yeah, I mean, TOS did as good of a job as they could have depicting yeah, them on a screen. Imagine doing them now. I mean, this is the thing, because online has built so much around them. Yes. Um, so we now understand kind of a little bit about how their society structures. We, uh, we understand mm-hmm. how their ships interact in order to kind of do the whole web stuff. They're a, partic- they're a very fearsome enemy mm-hmm. um they're extremely powerful um they look and- really interesting in enterprise like they did a good modeling job there for the time yeah. but i'm just trying to imagine like oh they could look so cool in this show and then it's like wait it's not tholians it's just mm. it's just a I trap wonder, i did wonder if there was an intention to make it tholians and mm-hmm. then they had to divert away from it on account of you know that would have cost quite a lot to a make budgetary thing would. yeah yeah i mean you know, making the Tholian episodes of actually either of the TV shows were expensive in the time that they were made, mm-hmm. uh, and sort of quite famously so. So, yeah, I, I do maybe wonder if it might have been that. But it, given how much um, Kurtzman and Co. like to, I guess, honor and incorporate the stuff from Star Trek Online, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and if you're not familiar with it, I can just rest assured an awful lot has been borrowed from Star Trek Online at this point in New Trek. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, the Tholians are ready and waiting there, as are the Arconians, just saying. Um, mm-hmm. but, Star Trek you know, Picard. Mm-hmm. 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 Look at you. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot there. Of, of course, um, slight tangent, of course. Oh, did you see what Janeway said this week? Oh, I didn't. Anyway. Oh, well, come back to it at the end. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. So, <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, I was excited by it being the Tholians, and then it wasn't. So yet again, it was one of those things where they kind of went, yeah. oh, look at this thing we might talk about. Uh, we're not going to. Yeah, uh, and I'm with you on Pike. Like, this was my least favorite performance of his. Uh, it was, honestly, if anything, it felt more like 60s Kirk in this episode yes. than it felt like his version of Pike, which in a way, is kind of charming, but, like, Kirk was sort of an asshole of a captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why people are like, he's my captain. I mean, maybe if you grew up with it or whatever, but uh, I don't know. I think, and I think it depends on your personality type or whatever. I'm a Picard guy, but um, I, don't, I don't understand the Kirk appeal. He is kind of a dick, even at, even at his best. He's well, kind I think of a people jerk. People like him being a kind of swashbuckling, a buckling. Ah, uh, yes. And, and don't forget, we're not seeing him with eyes of 
uh, of the N- time. We did, no, we we're watching them in, in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's lots of reasons, I suppose. Yeah. But I, I, I'm with you. I mean, as a yeah. as a character, I think the thing people forget is that he was intentionally, he was supposed to be a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Um, that was literally part of the sort of framing of his character. And yeah. I suppose it's easy to forget that. Um, you know, yeah. they, they tried it for a little while with uh Picard and with Cisco as well. They yeah. they deliberately produced this sort of you know, slightly more unpleasant side of them at times. They work so much better outside of yeah. that context though. Um and I think that's and, the point is they were they were better actors. Yeah. Oh well for sure. And Pike, uh I mean this episode doesn't really hurt his chances. He's still gaining ground on my favorite captain's list. And uh, outside of this episode, he's been very, 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 very good. In this episode, it was sort of like, eh, all right, whatever. And moving on, like, next episode, please. Uh, This is sort of the, when you're watching through it, this is sort of the episode you're going to, when you do your Strange New Worlds Mm rewatch, this is the one where you're on your phone. Like playing a game, or mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's not really something you need to pay super close attention to. Pretty sure this is going to be the lowest rated ep- It might very well, with only three episodes left in the mm-hmm. season, it might very well be the lowest rated episode of the season for us. So, mm-hmm. and it's not like it was bad, bad. It's not like Discovery's worst or Picard's worst, where mm-hmm. you're like, what is even happening here at this point? Uh, what, where are we going? What's ha- like, there's no confusion. The story was very much, you know, A to B to C to D, like like all of that stuff was there. It's just that there's really nothing interesting happening. Pike saves the day by cooking a fucking dinner. I mean, yeah. Let's <laughs> just remember that, shall we? Yeah. I mean, look, the power of food is great. Uh, sure. Many a person can be won over by a, a, a good dinner. Although, mm-hmm. uh, when he mentioned it, I'm like, <laughs> surely you were kidding. And no, he wasn't. He actually wasn't kidding. And then that it worked. That was a weird moment, wasn't Super it? Super weird. Uh, but look, uh, Pike is an excellent cook. And uh, look, maybe Ben, because um, the whole, hey, we've been duped and the bad guys took control of our ship thing has been done a few times in Trek already, which is inevitable considering how many series and seasons and episodes of Trek yeah. that there are. And they're like, look, uh, we want to solve this next gen style using our brains, not our brawn. And what can we do that hasn't been done before? <laughs> with broth. The other broth. <laughs> the other <laughs> the other BR, right? Yeah. The there's the three BRs. And uh they went with the uh the They went with the BS, yeah. The hardly ever used broth. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's killing me. Um, let's, uh, <laughs> from now on, I mean, you might have accidentally kind of ruined the Pike character for me because going forward, whenever they're in a situation, in my mind, he's mm-hmm. going to be thinking in his mind, can Brain this be broth. solved with broth? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Cleons uh, boarding the ship and he's like, can we? They're, they're always hungry. Yeah. I see that working. Mm-hmm. 
would would gawk be good in broth ben we don't know let's find out maybe it would warm the klingon heart and and they will uh they will in fact sign a peace treaty with us instead of murdering us um (laughs) oh that totally ruined everything for me honestly ben (laughs) i need to remember that that wasn't a plot point in this episode because, because no, no. The, the idea that it was not brains, not brawn, but broth specifically like in my mind, that line sort of exists in the episode now. And it makes yeah, me want to give it a higher score. No, the <laughs> fact that it's actually part of exactly what you've watched on TV. You've forgotten <laughs> how good it was. Uh, okay, Ben, any final thoughts on the serene squall? And what would you really? give it? Um, it was decidedly average. It's, it's going to get slightly better than an average score. Um, it's going to get two and three quarter for me, um, which feels harsh, but also feels fair when I remember broth. Uh, the reason it gets <laughs> the two and three quarter rather than two and a half mm-hmm. uh, is down to uh, Jesse James Cattell's performance, which I th- thought was yeah um, excellent, at least for half of the episode, uh, until the writing of it became fucking absurd mm-hmm. uh, it was fun it gave me a few laughs and uh, it, it, yeah next episode please yeah uh, I'm also giving this a two and three quarters I really thought about just doing a three because uh, I thought maybe anything in the two range would be too low for an episode of Strange New Worlds but uh, then I keep remembering I what they've done yeah I know then I keep remembering about Pike doing the pirate accent at the end and yeah. I'm like okay we didn't need that uh, and it's not like anybody on the on the crew laughed really. It's <laughs> oh god, that could have been the only thing that would have made it worse is if the episode had ended with them all going <laughs> the freeze the freeze frame right with Ortegas with Thank her hand on her gut. Uh, that in original series, <laughs> they did we do an original the series. Out. Uh, <laughs> Pike punches number one on the shoulder. You know, they're just they're buds laughing it what up. You say number one, you little bugger. <laughs> uh, a word you cannot say on the radio um, Correct. <laughs> okay so that is the podcast for this week everybody head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show and of course this is a listener supported podcast and there are a couple of ways you can support us if you so choose we have our patreon patreon.com slash cinemageekly we have our merchandise store geeklymerch.com dot com yes uh, the the merchandise store links for those are in the show notes for this episode. Of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Audible, uh, all those great places. Just search for "I'm a Doctor, Not a Podcast," and then you can hit subscribe, which will inevitably lead you to our next episode. And we hope you will join us then to hear us talk about Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, Season One, Episode Eight, called "The Elysian Kingdom." <laughs>